0: Welcome to the I give F F1 podcast. I'm Allison and I'm Lynette
1: and we're here to talk about the latest news in Formula One and today we have a special guest. Yes. My husband Juan.
0: Hi there. <laughs> a man of many words. <laughs> well we wanted to have Juan on the podcast today because he's done so much to help us get set up and he also knows a lot about Formula One and um We asked you guys if you had any questions and we got a few, so we're going to, we got some good ones. Yeah. We're going to chat with Juan today about the news and kind of get to know him a little bit. And
1: he'll tell us his thoughts on the news that we have going on and how he feels about that. So yeah, something, something different. Yeah. Since we have a long break in between races this month.
0: Are you excited to be on the podcast?
2: I am, but I don't know if your viewers are ready because I have no filter.
0: I'm not, I'm not holding back. They're gonna love you. Yeah. I mean,
2: you guys try and be neutral, right? Yes. And actually, we still I'm to this not day neutral. Y-
0: yeah, no, you're not. We <laughs> we still to this day haven't displayed, yeah. uh, you know, who our favorites are. We're trying. Yeah. To- when's
2: the when's coming out party?
0: Um, I wonder if anybody has any cu- guesses as to who our favorites are yeah let us know um mm. i wonder if we, when we should have our coming <laughs> out party <laughs> um i bet a lot of people think that they have me pinned down <laughs> yeah you're a little confusing i sometimes. get yeah i do get i think i kind of throw things at y'all just to like throw you off but one i feel like i've been pretty no neutral balls. you've been neutral a little bit. A little bit. I can tell. <laughs> Only because I know. She does a
2: good job of hiding it, though.
0: Yeah, she does. Yeah. Compared to like the truth
1: and reality of, <laughs> of <laughs> how I am <laughs> with my team.
0: Yeah. So, Juan. Yes. First question. Oh. Who's your favorite <clears throat> team?
2: <laughs> ah, that's a very difficult question i don't know i have to think <laughs> a lot so this is my normal attire mm-hmm. right like i Day-to-day. am always decked out in ferrari gear astros gear it's true. those are my my two passions baseball and formula one uh and it it's ferrari <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: and how long? it always been ferrari
2: absolutely <laughs> my my first love aside from my beautiful wife um <laughs> When I was probably like four years old, I have no idea how this poster made it into my room because it's definitely not appropriate for a, a four-year-old, but it's a, uh, it's this print. I, I don't know who the artist was, but it was basically, um, this is a little, uh, not safe for work, but it was, um, the silhouette of a woman laying uh-huh. on her side, a bottle of champagne and a Ferrari. Ooh, right? and it, it was four, four year old one. Yeah. And I saw it and I was like, ooh, and I fell in love with Ferrari.
0: Wow. So you've been a fan for that long.
2: <clears throat> I have. Mm-hmm.
0: Is that how long you've been watching Formula One like races?
2: No, because back then I, I couldn't watch. Um, I, I started watching religiously probably 2010, 2011. And uh, it wasn't on TV back then here mm-hmm. in the US. So I had to download the, the the video clips. There was a website that would post every single race. They would p- post uh, the pre-race. They would do the race and then post-race. Mm-hmm. So everything we kind of get now, and especially mm-hmm. with, with Formula One TV, it didn't exist. Yeah. So I was out on the Internet downloading stuff and then we would just watch it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, after. it was a lot of hours
1: <laughs> of Formula One. Like sometimes we'd go on trips and we'd w- be watching on the plane because it's like the post-race. A few hours, mm-hmm. yeah. So I mean, we watched like we watched it all. We got so. Are, great did you, you get into it
0: because of Juan? Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. So I kind of yeah. like went all in. Oh yeah, <laughs> but, and you I, have to if yeah. you're married to
2: him. <laughs> I got into it aside from that that poster. But my dad, uh I would always hear my dad talk about Formula One growing up, mm-hmm. and he would he would talk about the old names, right the the Juan Manuel Fangio's, uh, the Alberto Scari um mario andretti all these mm-hmm. big name drivers which coincidentally all drove for ferrari
1: um, <laughs> so
2: now looking back is like well my dad had to you. have had to have a <laughs> yeah. passion for. he ferrari. snuck that poster
1: in the room like i yeah. don't know where this came
2: from <laughs> yeah yeah exactly <laughs> and it was funny hearing my dad talk about formula one because he would always mention maserati mm-hmm. and growing up like as i got older and, and i could tell i was like maserati doesn't race in formula one but we didn't have Google back then, so I couldn't Google it, right? I couldn't fact check my dad <laughs> and come to find out that Maserati did race in the 50s, and then they were an engine supplier for a little bit in the 60s, um, and uh, it was it was cool. Was, like, when I realized that, I was like, damn, my dad did know what he was talking about. <laughs> As I realized later on in life, there was a lot of things he knew what he was talking yeah. about that I should have listened to.
0: <clears throat> so, um, uh, we had, oh... Speaking of like your love for Ferrari, just quickly, real Mm -hmm. quick. Um, I have two questions for you. And then we have like a list that I think Lynette has. But um, does it matter to you like which driver? Okay. So like regardless, (laughs) you're so you're like a team fan. You don't care who drives. It doesn't matter to you at all.
2: Yeah. So there's an unwritten rule in in the Tifosi. Once you leave Ferrari, you're dead to me.
0: No, okay. <laughs> no, I, I don't think that's how it works.
2: That, that's how it works.
0: <laughs> so I've, I think I've it's made, the opposite no, way. It's, so it's wait, wait, wait. So who is your favorite <clears throat> duo in Ferrari?
2: Mm. I haven't had. I mean, I, I'm happy with our driver lineup now. Okay. Um, I, I think, think this, that's this been be that's been our time. our best yeah. chance as long as our genius team back in Maranello doesn't <laughs> screw it up. Yeah. Um, you know, cause they're, they're great. <laughs> yeah. Um, this is our best chance. We, we've got two great drivers. I think everybody has jumped on the Leclerc train, which is great. He's, he's a great driver, but Carlos Sainz is a dark horse. I, I think I actually prefer Carlos Sainz over Leclerc.
0: Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. And then my last question is, <clears> what did you think when Lynette told you that she was starting a podcast about formula one?
2: Yeah. So I I was super excited. I mean, I remember when when we met you and and your husband um, and you had mentioned it and I was like, yes, let's do it. And I was like, but I want to be on. Like, how can (laughs) I be on? And um, You'll be on as much as you want to be on. It's great. Like, I love, you know, helping you guys out and with setting up the studio. I I love technology in general. Like, that's Mm -hmm. how I make my living. So all of these gadgets that are required to make this happen that people don't see, they just either watch on youtube or listen but don't know everything going on behind the scenes uh i enjoy that yeah a lot so
0: because he's done the light he's done the studio he's really helped us take it to the next level and Mm. we appreciate him so much seriously great Yes. Yeah, it sounds great. I think. Hopefully,
2: yes. I mean, I we look at I you look reoccurring at everything at
0: like literally all the time. So you just you let us what? know. We can have you as a reoccurring like oh. host all the time. Just let us <laughs> yeah. know when you want to be on it.
2: I mean, I, for I hope
0: Ferrari's it, first win this year,
2: oh.
1: maybe maybe you'll come back.
2: <laughs> last time I saw Ferrari win was in uh, in Singapore, twenty nineteen. I saw, year. I saw oh, that you saw oh, that like I in saw, your saw eyes. yeah, in person. Hmm. So. It's been a long time, but my first win that I, I saw Ferrari win was in uh, in Monza, so that was super oh. cool and super special.
0: So cool! <laughs> mm-hmm. If Monza, I mean, if Ferrari had won when I was in Monza, that would have been really neat. But they got second. So mm.
1: actually, I think we saw we saw uh, Ferrari win in Canada.
2: Mm.
3: Vettel
1: won, and then we saw Kimi win in Austin.
2: Okay, so I just made everything. Up.
1: Yeah, sorry and it's I just lot, that's how lot. i wished
2: it would have played yeah. out yeah <laughs> yeah
1: yeah we saw kimmy win in austin battle won in canada in uh whenever whatever year it was that we went mm. okay and yeah. then
3: Monson.
0: Yeah. Oh. yeah yeah so it's a lot this is
2: the first time she corrects me on anything i know it she's, never, <laughs> never
0: happens. she's keeping you straight I know. <laughs> I'm,
2: I'm surprised
0: um So let's get into the questions. Yes.
2: We have more questions. Yes. Yes. We have
0: more questions for you. Are you ready? ready? (laughs)
1: Let's see. Okay. So besides Ferrari, what team are you most impressed with?
2: None.
0: (laughs) Hey, we told you he would not be. Yeah.
2: (laughs) I mean, I, I, I look at other teams and it's like, okay, cool. But. I'm a Ferrari fan. I, I want other teams. You, like you, you, no, I need other teams to do bad so that I can win.
1: No, it's <laughs> not, but it's not like what you want, like what team has impressed you, like what they've done. I mean, you know, nothing. Aston there, Martin. Okay, see, there you go. You can edit that out. <laughs> Keep them none. Oh.
2: No, Aston Martin's done a good job of copying a lot of people. They've They've executed that really well. <laughs> Um, they've got an amazing driver.
0: Formula no? One copycats. Mm. <laughs> they've,
2: they've got a really good driver. They've, they've got a chance. Um, so, yeah.
0: a, a really good driver, singular. Yeah. A. <laughs> they have another
2: driver. Oh, the, the guy's son. I yeah, say. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> daddy's.
0: I thought Fernando was his son.
1: Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> uh, have you seen the meme that's like Fernando Alonso? <laughs> I'm like, I love that. <laughs> so good. No, I haven't seen
0: that.
2: Did you guys know uh Lawrence Stroll uh is the owner of the biggest Ferrari dealership in Canada?
0: No. Yeah. Yep. Oh, he wants to be a Ferrari. <laughs> a Ferrari he he has
2: a huge collection of Ferraris.
0: Oh wow. Yeah. yeah.
1: You were talking about that the other day when I was I told him that Lance uh was a Ferrari Academy driver. And he was just like, "Well, it's because his dad owns the." <laughs> and I'm like trying to, you know, say good things about Lance. That he was in Ferrari, you know, the driver academy, and that there's potential in there. But yeah, he's like, "Nope, it's all paid for." <laughs> <laughs>
2: I mean, like, Formula One is a paid to place sport, right? <laughs> so that's the perfect example.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. So, you kind of touched on this earlier, but tell us an experience that you had at a race that you will never forget.
2: Ah, sitting under the flag in Monza. That <laughs> was absolutely amazing. I mean, after years of seeing that on TV, mm-hmm. and uh, when we bought our tickets, we bought them specifically to sit there, and I got to, to hold the flag. Right? Yeah. And just that was incredible.
0: Yeah. You, you get yeah. emotional thinking about it. <laughs> I do. Um,
2: and then the, the, my first race was also really, really cool. Um, I used to work for BlackBerry at the time. And mm-hmm. BlackBerry sponsored uh, Mercedes. right? They, they were one of the, the big sponsors. And um, I had emailed our, our marketing team and was like, hey, you know, what's going on? I'm a big fan. Any, anything available? And they're like, no, that's reserved for C-suite. <laughs> like, okay, fine. We had our own tickets. So about a week later I checked with them again and I was like, hey, just following up, anything available? They're like, actually, we do have some stuff that, that's available and we can get you in. I was like, All right, cool. It's first formula winner. It's never been. And um how old we, were you? How old was I? Yeah, this was um, in
1: twenty thirteen. Okay. Yeah.
2: yeah. So Yeah, I was,
1: 10 years ago. Uh, I was yeah. 30
2: Mm-hmm. There you go. <laughs> not everybody knows hold not that i was hiding it but. <laughs> um so we get tickets on friday for the paddock mm-hmm. and we show up and i was wearing my ferrari gear mm-hmm. underneath blackberry gear because i wasn't going to wear mercedes stuff so i had to mm-hmm. wear blackberry stuff um so my very first experience ever at a formula one race was in the paddock with mercedes yeah that's and so cool i just we, there was took pictures everywhere and we were up close yeah. like we could literally reach out and touch we the
1: got car. in the garage like yeah. inside the garage not just like on the outside part um we went like so in the in the front part of where the garage is and then the back like where everybody stands with a little hallway that you always see the drivers walk out yeah. like when they get out of the car um we went through there that's like so we cool. saw all the guys working on the computers and you know we were in the back like basically seeing everybody come out of their trailers and going into their garages. We got like the whole hospitality experience. Yeah. And then at the hotel also, we got like, yeah, you know, some, we had some events. We with had them shuttle too. Service that and, is so cool. And,
2: yeah. yeah. It was ah. cool. When we, when practice started on Friday, we were, um, we, we were above like in the suite, right. Looking down at the cars coming out and they had been giving out hearing protection and I was like, I don't need that. That's for,
3: that's
1: for yeah. I was like, no. Babies. I was like, I did not. I have not. I been remember Kimmy Räikkönen
2: not- <laughs> just came out of the garage and drove in front of us, and I immediately went like this because it hurt. Because this was wow, this bad. was back before the the turbo era, right? Mm-hmm. The, the hybrid turbos, and that it was piercing. I was like, okay, we we need hearing protection. This is it's going to be a long weekend.
1: Yeah, we wore we, the the little ear plugs and then,
0: we and then and headphones or oh, like wow. a. The, yeah. Your protectors over it, and you. I mean, I don't wear them at the races. You now. don't need them now. Yeah. So it's
2: funny after that race, um, that was that was 2013 and 2014. We went to Monaco, mm-hmm. and Monaco was uh, 2014 was the was when they changed the engines. So we were sitting in our seats having a conversation as the mm-hmm. cars were. Lapping. While
1: we were walking to our seats, was there like, was some sucks. cars going by. <laughs> And I was like, is that like, what is that? These aren't the cars, right? That I don't was, know if it was like a yeah, safety car or, or what was and... going on. And we were just talking like normal. It was crazy. Like a I bet. big difference. Mm-hmm. And then obviously they changed it a little bit. Like they added things to make it louder and changed it. But I mean, mm-hmm. nothing compares to those cars in 2013. That was yeah, loud. Like, That's
0: so insane. Yeah.
2: So our first, that was our first experience in, in, mm-hmm. in Austin. And then... The next year we went to Monaco, and her sister through Mm -hmm. Facebook had connections with somebody that worked for Formula Mm -hmm. One management.
1: Mm -hmm. And he saw her her, friend had, she was friends with someone, and they had, they worked with F1. And so he Mm -hmm. saw
2: that we were going or something like that. And he was like, Yeah, have them like message me. And so we did. And the guy, took us like we did a pit walk in monaco oh we, we were in the elevator back, yeah we, we went back to, to elevator her, with the alonso that's we saw amazing. bernie ecclestone it was mm. and then it was funny because in austin the, the first year i told her i was like all right th- like we've reached the pinnacle of <laughs> f1 fandom we've been in the garage i yeah. don't know what else i can do to top this yeah. so the next year we do the pit walk in monaco and i was like okay for real, like yeah, I cannot. You can't get
1: better. Yeah, this. and yeah. in Monaco, it's really cool because it's different the way like the pit lane is set up. You have like the garages, but then they have a different. On the other side is where all the trailers are. Yeah, and so and that's like where the Red Bull pool is, and I mean like Red Bull was having a party over there, which was way different than like what in Austin. Like it's all quiet back there. Yeah, and in Monaco, like you got to see the pool and all the giant trailers. That's so and, cool. And like just see everybody. Yeah, and then he there's another experience with him too in Austin the next year <laughs> we're in Austin oh. and he like he's there so we're like oh hey when it's know. like remember remember <laughs> we also got to go again in Austin we didn't watch the race from there but like we yeah. met him and we went back there yeah he and, took us
2: to the timing room that yeah was really and he cool. took
1: us like we went even like further than when we went with Blackberry yeah. like we were we saw Bernie's office like mm-hmm. the door with his name on
0: it like The timing room was cool. It was like just screens everywhere. Mm -hmm. Wow. It was awesome. (laughs) That's amazing. Yeah. So best experience would be.
2: Under the flag. Under the flag.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I actually. uh, Last year did the same thing. So Bryant and I went to Monza. We did under the flag. Best. I don't know like what could top that. Honestly, it's just so it's just a totally cool, unique experience with you know, Ferrari fans and
2: totally neutral,
0: totally (laughs) neutral. Um, but actually my, like on top of that, I had another favorite, you know, experience and our second day there, we got a bottle of, um, Prosecco and just like sat in the park Mm -hmm. and before the race even started, just like had had some Prosecco and relaxed and it's kind of nice like with all the chaos of the races to have like a moment where you can just sit and kind of like think about how lucky you are that you get to go, you know, across the world to see a formula one race. And it's so nice there and like just peaceful. It's literally in the middle of a park. Yeah. Yeah. The park is beautiful. Like anyone who's going to Monza, I know, um, Becky, my a friend of mine from work who um, I used to work for Cisco Foods. She works at Cisco Foods still, and she's going with her husband to Monza. Becky, oh, find gosh. the park, get some Prosecco, have a little glass, celebratory glass <laughs> before you go in. And don't forget to get your tokens because <laughs> the token system stinks. Um, mm-hmm. But other than that, yeah, Monza is amazing.
2: The party, the music that was just going on everywhere. Yeah, we had oh, mean, at the um, end.
0: Timmy Trumpet. <laughs> was the one who performed last year and i didn't even realize like who he was and Mm -hmm. then he started like playing all his music i was like wait i know this guy we had a dj and it
1: was like so much fun the energy was really great and then all of a sudden all of the power went out (laughs) because i don't know like their setup that they had and that's it they they had to stop but it was like (laughs) everybody was having so much fun and then oh my god! and we
2: got to go on the track i don't know if we that's so cool. were allowed to but yeah we did. Oh, phone, people were yeah.
0: people were storming the track like my last phone year
2: wallpaper too. is literally the finish line in in monza yeah we took um the confetti that was flying around so we have a red white and green confetti yeah from from monza
0: that's so cool
2: frame it somewhere
0: well yeah. next do you have another question or um let's see i have a couple but i don't yeah. know like if ask them
1: so, even if it has nothing to do with yeah. that? Yeah. Okay. All right. So, since you've been a fan for so long, where do you see F1 in 10 years? Like, what changes? Do you think there's going to be a lot of changes, or will they be going back? Yeah, maybe?
0: there's always
2: going to be changes. The question is, are they going to be good changes or bad changes? Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I mean, do you hear it now? wanting to add more sprint races.
0: What do you think right? about that?
2: It's dumb. Stop <laughs> messing with things. Why do we need to mess with it? I mean, it, Why? That, yeah. that's all i want to know and I, we see
0: entertainment this, money
2: i mean that's not going to add more fans i'm yeah. sorry it's it, it's not yeah we see the same thing with baseball it's you i'm a huge like baseball and, and F- formula one are my passions all these new rules in baseball it's dumb You're speeding up the game why true fans want to watch the game it's yeah. the same thing with, with formula one You know, they say, oh, well, there's a lot of lines and concessions. Okay, well, so be it. You're going to an event with 300,000 people. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you think you're going to go up to a line in two minutes and and get a drink, then then, sorry, but you're at the wrong place. Yeah. You know, so no, I don't like the changes. I want to go back. Mm -hmm. But there are good changes, though, and and I I will admit that far and few between. But the halo was a great example. Yeah, I was... Not a fan of the halo, right? I I loved watching the view of the drivers and being able to see them coming at you. uh There was the accident, and then they they came out with the halo. I think it was like maybe a year into the halo, Leclerc had an accident. Mm-hmm. Yes, and a car flew. I don't remember who it was, but literally flew over him where he had like tire marks on mm-hmm. his helmet. Yeah, and right? on, on Sorry, not on his on on the. Um, Uh, The the halo Halo, and Grosjean too,
0: that accident as well.
2: You look at that and you say, okay, if that halo wouldn't have been here, Leclerc would be dead. Yeah, hundred percent. Same with Lewis,
0: and when Max went over Lewis's car. Yeah, um, there's a bunch of so. Yeah.
2: When I saw that, my feelings immediately changed on the halo. So I was like, okay, fine, but it's going to take a lot of convincing to prove to me (laughs) (laughs) and (laughs) why (laughs) more sprint races is good for the sport.
0: Yeah. Do you like the sprint race format as it is now?
2: I don't like sprint races at in all. In
0: general. Okay. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: yeah. I remember they tried to do some changes with qualifying one year. Yep. Yeah. And it lasted, I think, two races because they just. Yeah. It, everybody stayed in the garage and then came out like the last three minutes or something. I don't remember exactly like what it was. But I think that they just had to like anybody who went and crossed the line like. Mm-hmm then they would move up or something. I don't know. But basically we had like 30 minutes of everybody just sitting in the garage and then coming out at the end. And then there's been talk of
2: doing the reverse grid, right? (laughs) I I don't like that either. I'm sorry. You're in a competition. You're supposed to be, it's to neutralize the the teams, right? Like when we saw Mercedes dominating and now we see Red Bull dominating. At one point Ferrari dominated, but they, they want to neutralize this so that the small teams can compete hmm sorry it's a competition go figure out a way to get more money make your car faster you know
0: yeah fix <laughs> <laughs> your <year> car <laughs> oh jeez. unless it benefits ferrari right? Yeah. <laughs> i mean we'll do no, a sprint race then, if not? it benefits yeah. Leclerc.
1: <laughs> but then that's not fun because then it's let's say they win yeah, yeah. and it's like well you won because the best drive the best car had to be in the back you know? and yeah
2: to, to be a dynasty like I, i'm no fan of Lewis Hamilton or Mercedes. I wasn't even a fan of, of Vettel at Red Bull. But to look back and see what they were able to accomplish for so long,
3: mm-hmm.
2: it's insane. You know, it's it's hard enough to win one. To do that that many times in a row, you know. Yeah. I just wish uh, Maranello could pick up <laughs> yeah. on a few things and figure out how to do it.
1: Mm-hmm. So now let's talk about some of the drivers that we have now. Um, let's talk about Perez. What do you think his situation is with his seat at Red Bull? Do you think he'll keep it? Do you think he's at risk? Do you think he's been doing good?
2: Um, <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't think they'll, they'll keep him. Daniel Ricciardo's in the wings waiting. Daniel Ricciardo was an amazing driver at Red Bull. As soon as he left, nobody was able to give him a car to, to suit his driving style. Whatever that driving style is, is something that Red Bull knows, right? He finds himself without a seat. Come on over. Hang out here. We got you next year.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Hot take from Juan.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Even if if Prez gets second this year by, you know, a long shot and...
2: I don't think Red Bull has any interest in keeping him because he, he hasn't proven that he can keep up with Max, right? We saw him, I don't remember what race it was. Was it last race when he started from from the pit lane? Mm-hmm. Put Max in the pit lane and see where Max. Max, will, I, I guarantee you he'll end up on a podium. right? Whatever track it is. Oh, it's hard to pass. How many times have we heard that from Max at a track? Oh, this is going to be a challenge for Max. It's hard to pass here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> right? And and what did we see? We see Chekwa doing. He was struggling. I mean, he, he ended up in the points, but not... Mm-hmm to the to Max's standards
1: mm-hmm. to what you would expect from a yeah. red from the red bull that we and, have and they, all,
2: they say oh he comes alive in street tracks uh, okay well there's a lot of tracks that aren't street tracks and what is it mm-hmm. that it, that's doing something for you at a street track or is it coincidence and there was environment like variables that happened mm-hmm. that gave you that advantage yeah
1: mm-hmm.
2: but it was cool meeting his dad
3: Oh, <laughs>
1: oh, yeah. You <laughs> met his dad Yeah, last year in Austin. That's yeah, cool. We, we
2: met his dad. And uh, I have a friend that's a really big Checo fan.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And his dad was was walking by us. And it, we, we could see the crowds of people. So everybody was taking pictures. And I pulled out my phone. And I speak Spanish. So I, I yeah. spoke to him in Spanish. And I asked him to, to send a message to my friend Mark. Yeah. We were actually trying to get to go to the race. Um, but he had just had a baby and it wasn't optimal, but I had an extra seat. I was like, come on, come on, just come for the day. And, uh, so Checo's dad recorded a message in Spanish, dedicated to Mark, asking him to come. He was like, yeah, we'll wait for you here tomorrow. (laughs) And so I sent it to him. He was super, super happy, but yeah, he was cool.
0: That's really cool. That's really cool. Yeah. I've heard Checo's pretty, a pretty nice guy whenever you meet him. So maybe one day we'll meet.
2: Likes to have fun at the club. (laughs)
0: <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> okay. So
1: what driver would you have a beer with or party with?
2: Checo.
0: <laughs> really? <laughs> no, no, no,
2: just cuz of the club. No. Uh, um, current?
0: Yes. Any. oh or, yeah, current and current then current and then any.
2: Um Alonso.
0: <laughs>
2: yeah. So that that He's whole That's pretty um, cool. <laughs> that whole um once you leave Ferrari, you're dead to me. So I have two exceptions. It's not true. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> I have I have two exceptions. Uh, one was Alonso, and the other one was Vettel. Those two guys are something special. The way they they approach their craft, the way they know their cars inside and out, um, they they carry teams. Right? Mm-hmm. How many times do we see them giving orders to the team instead of like them asking? Mm -hmm. Right, you never hear there. There's drivers on the radio asking, "What's going on? What are we doing?" And you, you would hear Alonso and Vettel. They're they're ten steps ahead of you, right? Mm -hmm. They they already know. So that that for me is special. And those guys.
0: So you'd have a beer with both of them.
2: Yeah, I mean,
0: (laughs) it'd be a toss up, but Alonso.
2: (laughs) Yeah, well, we said current, right? So yeah, Alonso, Mm
1: -hmm. and and then any non living or dead. Yeah. Yeah. Uh either <laughs> <laughs> Um either.
2: I would say dead, but it would be uh Alberto Ascari. Mm. Just because that is a name that I heard my dad always always mention and uh going back to Monza when I saw the Ascari chicane, that was special. Like mm. I was like, man, I am here where this guy that my dad used to like back in the day was, was driving and, and mm-hmm. they've named the, the chicane after him. So I would say that cool for okay. nostalgic reasons. I like that
0: answer. Yeah. It wasn't your typical, you know, Senna-er. Senna. <laughs> no, I'm not a fan of Senna. Sure. No, okay. no, no
2: disrespect to, to, to Senna. He was a great driver. I just don't have that love affair with him.
0: Mm-hmm. What? You didn't think he was hot? <laughs> isn't, that, isn't that why people like formula one yeah, 1? yeah.
2: <laughs> reasons why i don't want the sport to expand
1: <clears throat> okay let's see so the last one that i have is who is on the rise either driver or team like who do you think's on the rise
2: uh that's he's, definitely he's aston, like, no, Ma- aston martin i mean to see where they've come um as as a team to where they're at now i mean to to, to the days of vj malia <laughs> to him ending up uh i think he did go to prison um <laughs> to the team being sold and, and having to start over coming in with with I
1: think he did yeah
2: with lawrence strolls <laughs> investment and the vision that Lawrence Stroll had. Mm-hmm. And it, it's easy to say, you know, he did this for his son and he just bought the team for his son. He probably did. But he also has to know my son's like a mediocre driver at best. And there's got to <laughs> be a bigger vision here. And he had that. And for him to go land Vettel, um, that had to take a lot of convincing for Vettel to, to leave on his way out, to go to a team that's on the rise. Right. And it's unfortunate that Vettel left a little bit too soon. Yeah. Right. He he took those losses and and finishing where he did, it, it was one too many. Um, but obviously people were watching because Alonso was all over that. I mean, yeah. as soon as that seat was available, <laughs> Alonso was like, bye, I'm <laughs> out. Peace out. <laughs> you know, and and we see the results that they've had with Alonso.
0: Mm-hmm. So so, Alpine. All right. Do we have any there? I think that that's probably yeah, all we have for the questions. <laughs> okay. Thank you there, for answering them. Were they I, good? I thought there was one more. No. No. <laughs> we had a silly one come yeah. in about your calves.
2: some <laughs> calves.
0: Yes. We will have to take a picture and show you on No, the, we don't uh, we don't need to take a on the Instagram. No. no. We'll put some Ferrari socks on him and mm-hmm. So let's get into a little bit of news today yeah. and um, we can have one do his hot takes on the news as well. <laughs> so first up, um, Toto Wolf has been named one of the newest members of Forbes prestigious billionaire List with a network now topping, I'm sorry, with a net worth now topping1 billion dollars. Wolf joins the ranks of only a handful of other sports magnates that have achieved such financial success so um what do we think about that I mean it's not surprising <laughs> yeah I mean he's got a bunch of doesn't it possibly have to do with a lot of his stakes in Mercedes and yeah, the Formula Mercedes One Mercedes
2: and and did he give up his, his stake in Williams?
1: Um, I'm not sure, but he did have he, in Williams. He had mm-hmm.
2: Williams and a bunch of drivers mm-hmm. that are like under Managing. his management, which isn't a conflict of interest at all.
0: <laughs> not at all. Um, he's also, he's co-owner of Mercedes and Team Principal. So I think a lot of people of just look Mercedes at Mercedes,
2: the brand or, or Mercedes. The, the racing team? Like Petronas the, AMG.
0: The AMG, mm-hmm. yeah. So <laughs> I think they i think sure. a lot of people just assume oh he's team principal but also like yeah. he's co-owner his, he's very his hand is in all over formula 1 so mm-hmm. not just hence
2: why kristen says he's the numbers guy
0: mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um so that was i thought that was really interesting that he is now on Forbes billionaires mm-hmm. list and um interesting but i think a lot of it probably has to do with mercedes success over the years and And I'm sure he has a lot of investments in all of those companies, like involved with Formula One and all of that. Yeah, yeah. So um, next up, we have a little bit of drama on the Haas team (gasps) news front. Uh, Gunther actually recently blamed Mick Schumacher for costing the team $2 million when he was... Driving for Haas.
2: Did he do that, like, on the media, or did he have to call Gene and...
0: <laughs> <make him? clears throat> um, no, but he uh, apparently was asked and made a quick comment on that, and um, I don't know. To me, it seems a little controversial. Yeah, I feel like it's not the first time
1: that he brings it up. He's always wanting to bring up, like, Mick and... Yeah. And all the damage that was done and how... I don't just, like, how he performed, and it's like... I mean, what do you do? Like he's putting all the blame on Mick for the troubles that Haas had, instead of like being like we had a shitty car, yeah, and that's why we. What suck. have I been doing all yeah. of these years? Like <laughs> you haven't done anything. You haven't made the car any better. You haven't yeah. made the situation any better. And clearly, he didn't have like the right team around him. Mm-hmm. So
2: I feel like Gunther's always pointing fingers at someone. Or something, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. It's always someone else's fault. Instead of looking inside, and I'm not saying it's his fault, but at the end of the day, he is a team principal.
0: Yeah,
2: right. So if there's something that's dysfunctional within your team, Mm it's your responsibility to fix it, man. Mm -hmm. That that must be a difficult team to work for. Like it's it's not easy.
1: And I wonder if he wasn't like who he is on Drive to Survive, (laughs) and like has had this following, like, would he still be around with Haas? Like, I feel like maybe yeah. they keep him because he does he bring attention to the team and yeah. like
0: fans. But other than that, I mean, what, what, I feel like what has, he? yeah, done? he's like a Daniel Ricardo for sure. He's, <laughs> he's polarizing. He's like, he's very like, you know, one he's, he's represents like a very popular sector mm-hmm. of formula one fans. So I think, He'll be around for a little while longer. But yeah, definitely making some headlines with that. You think Daniel Ricardo's polarizing? No, (laughs) not in a negative way. I think like Daniel Ricardo. No, people think of polarizing as like a negative thing, but polarizing is really just kind of like taking (laughs) over like a sector of a specific type of people. Yeah. And I think I think, you know, it's it's interesting because like Daniel Ricardo to me represents a lot of like these young lady fans who are like coming into formula one really obsessed with like yeah. and you it's know, funny that him. now he's he's not know. Here, like right as they they get into it I'm yeah leaving. yeah and i think also like he kind of represents like the bad boys of formula one a bit mm-hmm. like he's kind of you know honey badger like don't give a shit you know just <laughs> sort of like very funny like cracking up a lot and making the the formula one um like the humor side of Formula One, which is great, like good for him and good for Gunter as well. But um, it's it's uh, they just are very popular figures, I guess, in Formula One Mm -hmm. to to kind of like keep around. (laughs) Um, But anyway, so you want to hit the next news? So some
1: Ferrari news for you. Um, So Ferrari has a new sponsor this year for the U.S. races. Um, so they're going to do Miami, Austin and Las Vegas. And it's with the energy drink brand Celsius. <gasps> Wait, what? <laughs> Wait, I on.
0: literally drink Celsius <laughs> every day. Like Celsius. Yeah. Okay. This hits home. Okay. Um, wow. I love Celsius. Yeah, so they're
1: supposed to be like a healthier energy drink yes, with zero so good. sugar and mm-hmm. like seven vitamins. And so flavorful. <laughs>
0: They have like 20 different flavors and they're all so good. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. <I've> never, <laughs> I go on I'm not that. into
1: energy drinks. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do caffeine, but um, yeah. So they saw uh, like the popularity of formula one, like mm-hmm. after Netflix. And so they wanted to like get in on the action. And so they're kind of just testing the waters with the U S market. Right. See how that goes. And then they'll maybe do globally with, um, right. Yeah. But they wanted to work with Ferrari um, the CEO said that competing at the highest level is in our DNA and having a partner who shares our mindset and passion for performance is a perfect match. So,
0: so. Celsius recently just paid, um, they were just recently involved in a lawsuit with I think it was Flowrida or some there was a <laughs> rapper that um actually helped to um, get them on the market in the beginning when they were just, just new to like energy drink market. And, um, apparently like something happened where they had to cut ties and a little bit of drama, but they had a lawsuit with, um, a rapper recently. I think it was Flow Rida. I need to look <laughs> that up. But- so
2: energy drink lawsuits, Formula One.
0: <laughs> where have we
2: seen this before?
0: Yeah. <clears throat> Hopefully yeah. it's a better ending yeah so um yeah i'm i am all about this because i drink it every day like y'all have seen me walk into the house and i got like powdered drink like my little powder oh, celsius okay. um actually brought it to the monza race because i was like i'm gonna need this um to stay awake I am, you know, a so mom. So it's a powder here. you
2: put in water. No, it's
0: and it, they have a the, uh, drink yes. Like cans. Oh, yes, okay. yeah. they yeah they have a lot of, um, mm-hmm. but also I think that they they also had another um, class action settlement recently about stating that they were a healthy energy yeah, drink when they're that actually it's not, really not healthy. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but regardless, I love yeah. Celsius. And then so. also um, at the races, or they'll
1: probably have like tents and just yeah. like so that the like fans and everybody can try the drink
0: yeah. and like they're they're going to be like present at i'm the so excited celsius just- if you want to like you know sponsor us <laughs> like we will totally be there like just let us know yeah we'll just have our celsius right here <laughs> there.
2: who should they reach out to me what, what's, yeah. the, what's the email address where they need to
0: oh hello at igaf1.com yeah. uh, <laughs> okay next up
1: so um more ferrari news <laughs> I got all my Ferrari We had to today stay on for theme you. today yeah. huh? So they're bringing updates to Baku Which a lot of the teams are um, So they're bringing updates to Baku, Italy and Spain And basically by Spain The car is going to look completely different And it'll look a lot more Like the Red Bull and that whole concept So for Baku it'll be the Diffuser in Italy, the rear suspension And then in Spain The side pods are going
0: to change I read that, so. yeah Interesting. What so, do you think?
1: Um, And they're saying that, thanks to all of this, that they should be the second fastest car on track.
2: Still not good enough.
1: <laughs> so see, yeah. like I said last time, it's not the, over the yet, prob- guys. The problem that. with
2: that is they're bringing upgrades, but too too so late. is everybody yeah. else. Yeah. Too, right? too,
0: like little, everybody too late. Right? Like everybody gets
2: excited about upgrades. Well, your upgrades should have happened at the beginning of the season. Yeah. You should have done that in the off season and be ready
0: right, right out the gate.
2: Right. You you think Red Bull's sitting on their laurels, not, not doing anything?
3: Okay. Yeah. Yeah, they're bringing their
1: updates, too. Everybody's bringing updates, so I wonder if it's just nothing's really going to change, it's if not- they're just going to mm-hmm. like all move forward together.
0: Yeah. Um, speaking of Ferrari, we have Felipe Massa, who's looking into legal options to challenge <laughs> the controversial outcome of the 2008 Formula One World Drivers' Championship. Um so this came after he lost the title the year that McLaren's Lewis Hamilton had won by just a point um and it was one of the most exciting finishes in Formula 1 history supposedly um they so Massa I guess there was a little bit of controversy controversy with Nelson Piquet who had deliberately crashed um his Renault at the time into a wall to help teammate Fernando Alonso's own <laughs> championship run. Um and it was dubbed as crashgate. So yeah. um anyway, he is now going to be challenging the championship call and potentially taking away Lewis's 7th world championship which would set him back I believe now lower than um uh Schumacher's. Yeah seven world world championships mm-hmm. so i think lewis has a lot to lose and massa has a lot happen. to gain that's never <laughs> yeah happen. they're not going
2: to take that away how how can you prove that another team deliberately crashed you can't yeah. like if that were the case let's go back to to monaco and prove that Chico crashed
1: mm-hmm mm. Yeah. And I just think it's silly that it's all like they're letting him do this now because originally they said no, you can't do anything about it. He said that he talked to his lawyers, like Ferrari's lawyers, like they went through everything, it seems you know, cuz obviously they wanted to. Mm-hmm. And then now they're saying, "Oh, well enough time has passed that now you can fight this." Yeah,
3: 15 and years. And it's
1: just like they, I mean, like I feel like Formula 1 and Liberty Media like they're just looking for drama after drama after drama yeah. like I mean, it's already an exciting enough sport. Like, we don't need all of this. Mm-hmm. And
0: but now, like, poor Massa is going through all this, and he's, he's
1: like he's driving
2: nothing. it.
3: Yeah, poor I think Masa. he.
0: Well, <laughs> I think he sees like the rise in popularity in Formula One mm-hmm. as like his chance to be like, okay, look, I was done wrong. Like, yeah. I need this title back. And the but same I'm way you like, feel the, about I mean, Lewis poor Hamilton, Masa, like the fact that they're even letting him, yeah,
1: like, yeah. go th- through this, and then nothing's. You're, you're
2: opening the door to. You're setting precedent, right? Because mm-hmm. now, is Hamilton going to go and sue, exactly. uh, sue FIA for, for what happened for to what him happened, with yeah. Max yeah. In, in Abu Dhabi?
1: So it'll all I mean, balance
0: out. He'll uh, still have a seven. No, and everything. no, no. <laughs> well, let's just hope that we can get through this uh, and unscathed, honestly. the going to
2: throw that out. They're going to look at this and be like, get out of here, man. Yeah. Statue of limitations. There we go. <laughs>
0: Um, so next up, we actually speaking of Verstappen have a quote from him stating recently with the sprint race changes that he had apparently said that he may not be racing long. If there are a bunch of changes, um, do you believe him? Do you think he would have the, the cojones to, to just like up and leave formula one if he doesn't like what's happening? Yeah, of
1: course. Yeah. I
0: believe it. And other drivers have said it, too, like the older
1: drivers. I remember Vettel had said st- things and just the way they're going, like the direction. It's not what like when I guess they were younger and wanting to race in Formula One. It's something completely different mm-hmm. now. And not just with like, you know, having different qualifyings or the sprints or it's just the way it's all handled. Is, right completely different now and it's kind of like well i didn't this isn't the sport that i signed up for right so it used I to think be okay would... to
2: punch your competitor <laughs> but now max barely touches someone and a...
1: um, now,
2: vettel said multiple times yeah. like i was I like get out of the car and punch you yeah mm-hmm. I, I mean yeah. you do something stupid and you put my life in danger and
0: yeah i think magnuson also said suck my
1: yeah and i mean even (laughs) polite polite little george smacked botas over the head i know oh my gosh yes i remember that yeah but yeah it's it's like i understand completely because it feels like it's headed in a completely different Mm -hmm. direction like they're taking the sport away from it and they just want entertainment yeah and and drama
0: yep yep (laughs) You want to take the next one? yeah.
1: (laughs) So speaking of changes, we have a new qualifying format for Imola. So (laughs) (laughs) Juan doesn't seem too happy about that. Uh, So for this one, it's going to be a trial run, and they're going to do it at two different tracks, which they haven't said which other one they're going to do, but Imola for sure. And so they're going to do hards only for Q1, mediums for Q2, and then softs for Q1. (laughs)
0: Q3 <laughs> Q. Three, Q. Hard sorry you so said hard for Q3, Q3 medium Q2 okay.
1: and only softs for Q1. Okay, so each it. each uh qualifying session is only like they're only going to allow be allowed to use like one of the different tire compounds and
0: everybody has to use it. Hmm. Interesting. What do you think?
2: <laughs> I <laughs> I said it earlier stop messing with things why what what's the advantage of doing that
1: Yeah so now instead of 13 tires um that they're going to travel with for this it's going to be 11 so that's going to help like with saving the earth Yeah which Okay so <laughs> th- if you want to
2: reduce weight just limit the amount of tires that they can take mm-hmm. but give the team the choice of what they want to use Yeah
1: I think every change that they make and if they hear that people aren't very happy with it, they're like, oh, well, it's for the environment. It's for, <laughs> you know, this. And then it's like everything that they do, they just have the excuse. Oh, like, it's for the environment. And then mm-hmm. everybody's like, oh, OK, mm-hmm. like we're catching on. That's not. So are the all. yachts
2: going to be abandoned because, yeah. you know, there's a lot of yachts and a lot <laughs> mm-hmm. of fuel being burnt idling there while they're watching. the yeah.
1: race. Mm-hmm. <laughs> which goes on to another one of my news. OK, um, you know, they're talking about the environment and how they want to like change things. You know, they don't have the flyovers anymore. Now they want to use less tires. Um, but now they're talking about adding two more races or three more races. So 25 total races, which they had talked about before. Yeah. Right. So they have South Africa is getting really close mm-hmm. to um, getting a deal for next year. Um, they just have to pass a couple tests from Formula One, and then Vietnam might be coming doesn't back. Malaysia,
0: what one is? Well? Yeah,
1: uh, yeah, Malaysia, um, was the one. And so, like, you're telling me no flyovers, mm-hmm. but yet let's add three more races that we all have to fly to and travel to. So that's what I mean. Like, they're just making this excuse for, with other changes, but then contradicting yeah. themselves. Yeah, and
2: the, the calendar else. doesn't even reflect that initiative because. So obviously we had Austin for a long time. And then we added Miami at a completely different time than when Austin is. And I now know. we're adding yeah, Vegas. Vegas. So and it's I, like back and forth. So how many forth. times are you coming over to North America? At least if you're going to, to claim to be doing this for their net zero carbon neutrality, whatever it is they're trying to do, at least plan your calendar where you can go Fly to a region, stay there. Yeah. And then go somewhere else. I think like Montreal,
0: Vegas, Austin, Miami, Mexico, Mm -hmm. Brazil.
2: Brazil.
0: That would be to me the most logical if you're trying to like save, you know, yeah, I wouldn't like that. that At least and and like right now they're doing Miami and then
1: they're going back to Europe, they're going to Monaco, and then they're coming back for Canada. So at least like Miami and Canada, you would have thought they would have back to back,
0: right, right. So interesting stuff. Makes sense. Um. Well, speaking of different circuits, so the renewal of the Monza circuit, you know, for 2025 still remains uncertain. We had um, Angelo Stitchy Damiani. Um. He's the ACI Federation president, and he was, I guess, quoted saying that, um, you know, they've invested forty-four million dollars in the last year. And they ended up still losing money because of the very high running costs regarding, you know, regardless of, um, the Grand Prix. So I think they're probably trying to figure out, well, how do we make this circuit make money and how do we keep it on Mm -hmm. the schedule? Because it is a very popular, I think, race. Um, but what do you think the future is for Monza?
1: I think they have to figure something out. They have to keep it. And I don't know, like, this for, Ferrari <laughs> will
2: step up and, and pay for it. <laughs> Ferrari's not letting Monza go away. Yeah,
1: Ferrari. I mean, what is Formula One without a home race for Ferrari? Yeah. Because Emo is
2: not a long term thing.
1: Mm-mm. They're also till 2025. Yeah. And they, going they've going even said it. like they can't really handle two races in Italy. So like you have to just stick with Monza and, and figure it out. Yeah. Instead of adding all these other tracks, these new tracks in places that people really aren't interested yeah i in going and that don't like they're made for different reasons you know they don't have that history right and I just feel like they're adding them just because yeah
0: it's I'm sorry but I would give up Vegas in a heartbeat oh to keep, yeah to keep a, <laughs> to keep a, a Monza or even a Monaco honestly like I, I haven't been to Monaco yet. I really want to go. So I'm hoping mm, that. I don't it,
2: think you can get rid of Monaco. I know. Well, we'll
0: see. <laughs> There's been rumors. But um, anyway, so did you have anything else on your news? Um, just a little quick
1: comment from Franz Tost. Yes. The AlphaTauri principal that he thinks Yuki Sonoda is ready for Red Bull by 2025. And that he'll probably take that seat.
0: What
2: do you what do you think? If as long as Ricardo's there, there's nobody else that's going to be taking that seat. <laughs> you know, it, it's not happening.
1: I don't. E- I think even unless if, Ricardo, like, Ricardo decides to,
2: to drive 24 and 25 and then retire, maybe. But
1: yeah, if, I think even if Ricardo's not around, like at Red Bull or he's with another team or he retires, I just I don't see it.
0: Yeah. I don't see this for Yuki's future. I mean, Mm -hmm. that's just my opinion. I don't, I don't feel like he is, I don't think he's skilled enough to Mm -hmm. really compete with, you know, a max, um, for, for a championship. Yeah.
1: And we saw what happened with Pierre and Alex. I mean, if they couldn't, if Red Bull thought they couldn't handle it, I don't think you can, can handle it
0: either. Right. Right. Well, and we'll see if even max is around in 2025 (laughs) (laughs) based off of his comments. Um, so the last piece of news that I have actually is Ferrari news. Today is like the Ferrari <laughs> yeah. day. Um, we might as well just call this this episode uh, you know Tifosi's, what we need? Tifosi's Unite. <laughs> we need a little bit of uh, Ferrari ambiance. Oh, okay. Then. Let's do it.
1: Oh, there we go. I love it. I
0: love it. Oh, it's really lighting you up back there. <laughs> um, okay. So driver, Charles Leclerc has pleaded with fans on Sunday night on his Instagram stories to please leave him alone at his house. Okay, so he basically had said for the fa- for the past few months my home address has somehow become public leading to people gathering beneath my apartment, ringing my bell and asking for pictures and autographs. While I'm happy to be there for you and truly appreciate your support, please respect my privacy and refrain from coming to my house. Guys, get a grip! Yeah, like that, I mean, I saw that and I was like, "This is ridiculous!" Like, I can't believe this poor guy. I mean, he has, he's come from like, you know, Alpha. Ro- what well, didn't, didn't he drive for? Um, Alpha oh, Romeo. Mm-hmm. Like before he, anybody even knew who he was. Like all of a sudden, Drive to Survive has this big surge of like, Charles Leclerc fans, and he's on Ferrari, and it's like, everyone's obsessed with him. This poor kid is like, leave me alone. Like, he has so much grace whenever people run into him. Like, I've seen so many pictures of him, like, giving autographs and videos of him, like, you know, talking with fans. And he's so respectful, but it's like, I mean, he's so sweet to people, but, like, people take advantage of that. Oh, yeah. I saw a video of a
1: girl trying to take a selfie with him. And kissed him. Yeah. And he, he like, moved, moved. away. And I was just, like, it just, it really bothers me because... people yeah and and I mean they're they're only making it harder for like us to have a connection with them right and like be able to like have the fan fest or like have them sign autographs and meet them yeah and now I mean it's just so much has happened like I was telling you about the Miami one when how they were going crazy in the paddock and I just it's like eventually we're just really gonna have no like no connection with them at all like
0: yeah. They're going to take away that paddock mm-hmm. access yeah. because we
1: and like can't handle ourselves. We were ourselves. talking about earlier, like <laughs> when, when we had gone to back in the paddock and like all the different times that we've met drivers. And I feel like now there's there's no way that you can ever meet a driver, like unless you get lucky, you know, you have it happen to see them like yeah. out. But before, like we would see drivers and we like we go up to them. um especially like if it's we know it's an event for like yeah. formula one or like politely right because mm-hmm. they're all so nice and they will take pictures with you and sign autographs but like there's no need to be trying to kiss them or yeah. like running after them and for <laughs> thing yeah and, and, so and then bad. just all the videos of like people go with their phone and just get next to they don't even say hi or no. hey can i have a picture like they literally walk up to them with their phone and go like this and yeah and that's it and then walk away like
2: at least pretend like you you yeah. like him right yeah. like have like some you know sort of interest yes you know, like-
0: did y'all see that fan video of this guy who like had seen lewis pass by on a golf cart and he literally it like made his day because he was just like oh, it's lewis and he's like hi and lewis is like You know, and then he just sort of drives off in the golf cart. And this guy is like literally like almost in tears, so happy (laughs) to just like see him. And later that day, they invited him to the um, to the garage, to the Mercedes garage. So he could like Mm. take pictures next to the car and stuff. And he was like, this is the best moment of my life. Like (laughs) show genuine interest in these people. Like they are like they're they're people, they're people. They're not like with feelings and like they're just humans like. Come on, like, take a step back. I feel so, like, sad for him yeah, that now he that, can't even walk to the grocery store without. Yeah,
1: and there's just been a lot of talk from all the different drivers in different, like, countries that they go to that they're starting to not feel safe. Mm-hmm. So.
0: Yeah. Well, this is everyone's reminder to please... Stay back. Don't go to people's homes and <laughs> <That's crazy. laughs> be respectful. Yes. Yes. Um so that's all I have on the news Me today. Too. And we just want to say thank you, Juan, for for our amazing studio. (laughs) And um, next week, we are going to do our pit crew segment. So we have probably about like 10 or 12 questions from y'all that we're going to answer. We're going to get into the news a little bit, whatever happens between now and then. And then next up is the Baku Baku race. And... I think we'll be here for the Baku race, but then for the Miami race, mm. we will be audio only. So just be prepared because yeah. I'm going to be out of town and I can't be here, but yeah. I'm, I'm going to be on the beach. Yeah. You'll be in Florida. Yeah, I will be but in not, Florida. Don't tell Miami. everybody
2: where she's going to be. You know?
3: um, are but not
0: Miami. <laughs> yeah, so sad story. We actually had Miami tickets and then we found out that we kind of had scheduling issues with a family vacation. So, uh, we will be in Florida, but not in Miami for the race. So <laughs> your girl's going to be real upset that I'm not at the race that weekend. Um, but I will still be, uh, calling in and recording the podcast. So yep. it's going to be fun, fun couple, couple weeks I coming know. up. I'm excited for our next yes. episode too. And I hope that this helped y'all with your formula one lol because you know, we still, <laughs> we're here, we're here with the news. So, um follow us please rate our podcast subscribe and um if you have any other questions for Juan we're definitely
1: gonna have him back
0: have him back on the podcast now that you've gotten to know him a little bit more yes and um thank you so much for listening thank you we'll see you next time
2: forza ferrari
1: (laughs) bye